This is Scott Becker with the Becker Private Equity Podcast. Today's discussion is 12 stories that we're following today. Uh, I'll run through these very quickly. If you listen all the way through, feel free to text me at 773-766-5322, and we will send you a $100 Amazon gift certificate as long as you're the first person to text and you haven't collected the gift certificate recently, and you text today on uh, November 10th, 2023. Thank you. So here's 12 stories we're following today. First, today, the markets are fairly flat this morning. The point to go a little bit up. They retreated yesterday as Chairman Powell warned that the Fed might not be done fighting inflation. Said that that it's working, but they're not not quite there yet. Second, Nvidia, the chip maker, is now up 220 percent year to date. I sure wish I'd invested in that. Third, Disney rose seven percent on forecast of increased cash flow and more cost cuts. Ultimately, in any business other than perhaps a startup VC type company that's funded for long term or bigger growth, but not profits right now, cash flow really matters. EBITDA is nice, but cash flow is needed. Fourth, fasting situation with bariatric surgery and weight loss drugs. Right now, weight loss drugs are actually having an impact, a decrease in bariatric surgery. This is fascinating. For a very long time, people thought that cancer detection drugs would have a, a negative impact on colonoscopies, but they, they really have it. There's been a crazy, incredible increase and in needed in preventive screening and colonoscopies. In, in contrast, people said that these obesity drugs would have an impact on other areas. And it's amazing how quickly they actually are starting to have an, a, an, an impact. Obviously, from a country standpoint, if our country lost on average 10 pounds a person, 20 pounds a person, we would be in remarkably better shape. That's a generalization. It's not a negative to anybody, but we would be in remarkably better shape. These obesity drugs have huge potential impacts on our nation. Fifth, three investing keys from Warren Buffett. We'll have a separate podcast on this. One, don't try and time the market. Two, this goes with number one, know your strategy and your allocation of assets and don't react impulsively to headwinds or tailwinds. Three, focus generally on a passive investment strategy, typically an S&P index fund versus mutual funds, more complex strategies, or, you know, or, or picking your individual stocks. I love that from Warren Buffett. Sixth, great article in Business Insider, a black swan investor says we are facing the largest debt bubble in history. This seems to me more and more clear as the United States is now spending one out of every six dollars in its budget on interest payments. What a debacle and self-inflicted wound this has become. I see in my LinkedIn post, I spelled interest wrong, but I will fix that today. Seven, this is I digress, but how do we get to a spot in politics where you can't find politicians that are sort of this great mix of maybe pro-choice or, or reasonable on, on, on social issues. And, and when I say pro-choice, I mean rationally pro-choice. I don't mean somebody said an abortion in eight months, but incest, rape, to me, 12 weeks, something like that. But I, I, I could hear arguments on all side of it, but, but some position on, on, on abortion, but also some position of being a deficit hawk and needing a border and wanting to be militarily strong. Why can't we have both things? somewhat socially progressive or liberal, whatever your definition of that is, not woke, not, not insanely left-wing, but also not right-wing witness test on every single issue where you could be somewhere in the middle on some issues and you don't have to, and we don't have politicians that are totally cartoon characters on one side or the other. How do we get to that spot? But I digress. 
Eighth, the estate tax exemption rises nearly seven hundred thousand next year. So if you're an individual filer, your first thirteen million six hundred thousand is exempt. Uh, if you're a, a married filer, uh, twenty-seven million or so. Uh, decent size numbers. Ninth, the Chicago Tribune reports that Walgreens is laying off five percent of its corporate staff. Tenth, Optum has a year of some layoffs and closures worked by Naomi Diaz at Becker's Healthcare. Uh, the Chicago Tribune story was also covered by Mackenzie Bean, one of the editors at Becker's Healthcare, just brilliant. 11th, Fairview Health System also laying off people. It, it, it has reached so far as to lay off some of their chaplains. Kelly Gooch at Becker's Healthcare recorded on that. And, and I think those three stories just tell a story of healthcare being a little bit more concerned about profits and losses going forward and trying to get profits and losses in line. Finally, 12th, we, we noted in our LinkedIn post, 20 of the most listened to guests on the Becker's Healthcare podcast. Um, some of those are sponsors, some of those are just are, are not. They're just health system executives and leaders. A few of those, Don Cinco of Cleveland Clinic, Justin Oppenheimer, uh, one of the great ones of Hospital for Special Surgery, the Chief Strategy Officer, and, and Scott Powder, who used to run Advocate Aurora Enterprises. Also, Malinka Walende and Benjamin Beto Ribby of ACASA, uh, Suzette Ayoiko of Monteori health system, fascinating. Dr. Nisha Mehta, also absolutely fascinating person. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Uh, 12 stories we're following today. If you listen to this all the way through uh, and you text me and, and you know the 20 most listened to guests that we, you don't have to name the names of those, but that we talked about this at the end of the podcast, we'll send you the $100 gift certificate. If you're the first person to text me, first person to text me, you do it today. You've not claimed the gift certificate in a while. Thank you for listening to the Becker Private Equity Podcast.